Aloha, stickies! Yay! Yay! We're back in Hawaii! So, welcome back to another fun and exciting episode of the Stick with Kaji podcast. I'm Loanne. And I'm Sean. And you can follow me on Instagram here at Loanne Kaji, where I post our latest and greatest adventure. Am I right? Yeah, and lately we've been traveling a lot. So, yeah, check it out. Yay! Okay, so what are we talking about today, Sean? Oh, it's going to be the spiciest, the hottest topic of the entire podcast history. So we've been watching a lot of different type of shows recently after we put the kids to bed or when we're having our little lunch date together. And there's a trend of type of show that been going on, some sort of a documentary type, right, mm-hmm. that we've been watching. So the two that really stands out to us recently is The Tinder Swindler. Sorry, it was so spicy. <laughs> Just have to make that expression. And The Inventing Anna on Netflix. That's my favorite, too. But the only difference on The Inventing Anna is, yes, it's based on a true story, but it's not documentary versus The Tinder Swindler. It's it's a documentary, right? Right. So I'm just going to do like a little recap in case you guys never seen those two particular documentaries. Wait, wait, wait! Before we continue with this sketchy story, I want to show you this new game called Super Spy Ryan. It's a multiplayer mobile game where you can play as Ryan, me, and a bunch of the other VTubers in a toy collecting competition. In this 3v3 arena, you will not only have to use stealth, but some wild abilities too! Might I suggest the water balloon? Is this a water balloon? Hey, yeah. yeah. haha! Oh no! Can you unlock all the items and outfits? And get the toys back from Pack Rat? Become a super spy with us and find out! Oh, collect all those too! Nice, nice, nice! We're gonna win! Yeah! Parents, the Super Spy Ryan app is available on Apple App Store, Google Play, Amazon App Store, and Amazon Kids Plus. You can visit Amazon.com slash Ryan's World to learn more. Super Spies, raise them high. I'm going to go finish the mission that I started. <laughs> now back to your regularly scheduled program. Uh, back to you, Sean and Louis. So for the Tinder Swindler, it's based on an alleged, okay? Don't come for us. Alleged con man where this man uses the dating app tinder to hook up with women's and he allegedly scammed them out of hundreds of thousands of dollars twenty thousand dollars thirty thousand one hundred forty thousand dollars yeah on his profile he's saying he's son of the uh, billionaire and you know he had a bunch of pictures of himself in a private jet and a very expensive hotel eating nice meal being on the pool outside with a bunch of models. So it looks like very he's spending a lot of money for himself on his luxurious uh, lifestyle. So you'd think when you look at his profile, oh, he's rich. He's filthy rich. Right. And he really did take these dates on private jets in really expensive hotels. Mm-hmm. So once he hooked them in, you know... He created this alleged scenario where he needs to borrow money from them because he is in danger. It's a great hook. Like, think about it. If it's your first date and he's taking you as a surprise private jet to different country or different city. Right. I, I, I get hooked. 
That, that never happened on my first day. Has it ever <laughs> happened to you on the first day? That makes a big impression. Makes a big impression, yes. But, you know, that's why we're here. We don't, we're trying to not get scammed here, Sean. So. Oh, yeah. I, I'm scam protected. I, I, I don't know how many different countries Queens just contact me that their country is in danger. They need to just wire me money. So, in order for them to do that, I have to wire them money for some, for some reason first. So, I'm protected. Then another show that we just finished watching that we were saying is Inventing Anna. And is based on a fake, alleged socialite. And she claimed that she's a German heiress. So she claims she came from the very wealthy family. That she has $60 million of the trust fund from her dad. And that's how she has uh, portrayed herself on social media like Instagram and other dating apps too. Right. So she's able to scam all these rich businesses, right, on letting her stay at the hotel for months at a time. One time she was able to convince a private jet company to borrow the plane to go on a trip. But not only that, she also had scammed her friends too. She made a friend, her name is Rachel, and she got her friend to pay for the hotel fee when they went to Morocco. I think it was around like $60,000 that was charged to her business credit card yeah that was the only credit card she had the upper limit over sixty thousand. so she had to use the company credit card and later on she got in trouble and she had to pay for it now she's still in currently in debt for that the payment so all of these shows that we've been watching leads us to finally <laughs> what this podcast is about okay So I've been wanting to tell the story for a while because I really feel like it's important to get the message out there, you know, because somebody that is very, very close to me in my immediate family, I won't say who because, you know, I'm going to say her name is, what should I say? Miss B. Miss B? Miss C. Miss C? That's too long. I'm just going to say Susan. Susan? Okay. All right. So Susan, she uses Facebook. So... One day, Susan, right, start getting a friend request from somebody that she doesn't know. But that friend request has a picture of somebody that is good looking person, right? And so she thought, oh, well, if that person is friend requesting me, maybe it was a friend of a friend sort of situation. So she clicked accept. And then next thing you know... That person started liking some of her pictures, and long story short, they ended up having a private message conversation over just Facebook Messenger. So they start talking for a while, and they got to know each other, you know, and tell their life stories to each other. So, so far, it seems normal, right? Yeah, and he claims he's very high-ranking on the Army. He's the U.S. Army who's stationed to Afghanistan right now. And he's wanting to come back to U.S. soon. And that's why he's connecting with all these people on Facebook in the U.S. because he feels uh, homesick. Right. You know, after been talking for a while, Susan, right, now thinks this person is her boyfriend. So her boyfriend said, hey, you know, I'm still stationed overseas, but I would really like to come visit you. I'm going to buy a ticket and I'm going to go home to visit you, right? And so Susan got all excited, obviously. 
And so he said, okay, well, I'm going to be here, you know, in your states in a few days sort of situation. Well, a few days went by and he's nowhere to be found. So she showed up to the airport waiting to pick him up, but he's not there. So she went home and she waited for the next day or two. And then that guy contacted her and said, the craziest thing happened. So I was on my way to the airport, right? And then, you know how sometimes you have to make like a connecting flight stop? Mm -hmm. So the connecting flight stop is another country. So he claimed because he is in the U.S. Army that when he had taken the connecting flight, they have flagged him because they don't trust him being there and they take him to prison. He said that his government couldn't really help him because, you know, they didn't want to make, make a big deal, didn't want to make like national news about it. And so he said the easiest way is that if Susan would just send some money over so he can pay off the government, that way he is free to go home. It's like a, just, just paying them bribery money, right? Just to let him out. Right. It, yeah, it just all, already just to me sounds sketchy, right? Because especially the, the, those people who are serving the country, like those military people, when they are captured or being taken away by other countries, U.S. government always go, go really deep on saving them. Yeah, so we got to protect our, our own. Yeah, so I was like, oh, that's a really strange story. Why would Susan have to help out financially to, to save him? But So Susan got desperate and said, okay, well, how much you need? And her boyfriend said, I'm going to need about $20,000. I mean, that's a lot of money, right? For Nobody... somebody you never met. Has she ever uh, talked to that person over the video chat? No. Oh, my gosh. Only through private DM text. Not even like a call? Not even FaceTime or anything. Not even a call. Oh, he my gosh. She claimed that... He is on, you know, active duty there. So it's against his job to do FaceTime for some reason. And But then he's okay doing a Facebook. Yes. <laughs> that makes no sense to me already. Right. If you hear it from a third party perspective, then you're thinking, why would anybody get scammed by that? Don't you see the red flags? Mm -hmm. Don't you see a, there's something wrong with his story, some loopholes? But when you're that person and you really like that other person, you know, you kind of just ignore those things, I think. Yeah. And I guess the Susan was, you know, was alone for a long time, too. She's been wanting to find somebody who she feels connected. And I guess she thought, you know, she finally found the one right. after, like, all, over the many years. So uh, that's tough. So, you know, $20,000 is a, is a lot of money, you know? So... You don't have that kind of money in the bank. So basically what she had to do even to get that amount was she had to sell her car. Oof. You know? So yeah. So she did that and then she sent him the payment. Right? To back it up a little bit. When yeah. she sent the money, the, the, the bank called her many, many times. Yes. Just true. warning her, hey, this sounds very, very similar to the scam. This is a very typical procedure for scammers uh, trying to trick people. Are you sure you know this person? And she had to sign multiple uh, um, the paperwork saying, okay, I'm aware of what I'm doing and, and I'm okay, willing to take, take a risk to send the money to the foreign country. And that's what she did. And she sent the money. 
Yeah, and it's very sad, right? Because the profile picture is just a random picture that that person have found online. So it's not even him. Right. Uh. And so, you know, I guess it's hard to say when you're in that desperate situation looking for love and you really thought you found the one, right? And, you know, $20,000 is obviously a lot of money. But if you can find a way to get that $20,000 and you think that that's all it takes for your lover to come over. Hmm. I mean, I, I can see why she had done that. Yeah, and then she, what she believed in was that he said he has a lot of money saved up in his account. He just can't access it from where he is. You know, once he comes over, you know, he promised her, oh, we can buy a very expensive big house together. We can live there. I can pay you back you know, 10 times more than you, you lend me money for. And he, he's been promising all this uh, stuff. Uh, and she just believed he, you know, he is a very wealthy person. And it all sounds kind of familiar, right? It just sounds very similar to Tinder Swindler. Like he also, that person also claimed he is very wealthy. He just needed to borrow the money just, just for that moment. And he paid back with a lot more, uh, a lot more interest in, in, in return, but never happened. So the Tinder Swindler claimed that he was the son of somebody who owns a really, um, like high end diamond. Um, company. Yeah, so he I mean, called himself the Prince of Diamond. Supposedly. There is a website for it and there's an article about it, but then all oh, fake, but then it's on the website. So, you know, you, you will believe that. Yeah, if I find stuff on website, I might start believing it. It just sounds like just legit. Right. But, you know, nowadays people are so good with Photoshop, right, and editing. So just, just be careful out there that not everything you see is real. Yeah. So I get a tons of email claiming it's from Google, right? Saying my channel monetization will be disabled if I don't sign in and do some account setting update. I get that all the time. And it looks exactly like the email from Google. You know, they, they wouldn't send messages like that. So I always, always just disregard it. So, but I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of people being hacked that way. Wow, that's really sad. So you guys be careful out there about you know, signing in or clicking on links that you're not sure of. Okay, so a few days went by. And after Susan had sent over the $20,000, right, a few days went by. And then he messaged her again and said, oh, thank you so much. You know, I'm out now and I'll be seeing you soon, right? I'm going to get on the next flight out of this particular country and go see you. So Susan's really excited, right? She could finally meet her lover. She wasn't worried because she's going to get the money back, supposedly. But a few days went by again and she hasn't heard anything from her alleged boyfriend. Then a few days later, her boyfriend messaged her again and says, you never believe what happened. I had to get another connecting flight to a different country and same thing is happening. The government don't trust me because I have a lot of gold in my backpack. Why would you put gold in the backpack a lot of them? It's so heavy too. I don't know. It's like I'm saying, when you're desperate, you believe anything that person's telling you. Couldn't he just give that gold to them to release himself? 
I have no idea. Sorry, I, I just always just think kind of analytically. So I know, I, was, like, I know. This already started not making sense to me. I know. If he had the gold himself, that's a perfect currency right. that would, you know, that would work for any countries. Right. Couldn't he just give that gold? And it's really sad because she already sold her car, right? And she had burned through the savings she had in her bank account. So, do you remember what I told you what she did? Yeah, I remember. It was shocking. The, the car itself was already shocking, but this is even bigger. Yeah, she put her house on mortgage. She owned one single house that she thought she would live for the rest of her life. Because we, you know, we hear the story you know, from the other family members. You know, everybody told her she cannot do that. That, that she's going to put herself in big trouble later on. He's, he's telling her uh, a lie and she's just giving out the money, free money to that person. Right. She said, you know, not everybody online is a scammer. Not everybody online is a bad person. So, which is true. But in this case, you know, she's already out 40 grand at this point, but she didn't want to listen to anybody. I mean, ultimately she's a grown adult, you know, with her own money. So nobody could really tell her what to do. And so same thing happened. He got the 20 grand. He was released from that country. And I don't know how to continue the story because it happened to somebody that I know and I felt really bad. But at the same time, how many times do you believe the same story? It's it just at, at which point do you just give up on it? Give yeah. up. Yes. Thank Sometimes, you. Sometimes so if you've already put your feet down, right? And you already put all the money that you have already, then... She's just afraid to not believe it anymore. So she just keep going. Yes. So same thing, right? So he went through the third country and guess what? He got stopped by the government again. At this point, I think they're just trying to see how many times can we yes. do this? Do you guys want to know how many times it took? Not three. Not four. But five times. He claimed he went through five different countries and he stopped and imprisoned for five times within, you know, like that span of a month, basically. And she believed him every single time. And she didn't even sound upset, you know. She sounds like, oh, you know, he has his own reasoning, so it's okay. When somebody have a feeling, you know, toward the um, other person, it really blinds their eye, right? right. So at this point, She's out a hundred grand, which is a lot of money. Without and, any car, without any home. And, you know, I just felt really bad because at that point, you know, after he had tried the fifth time, there was a sixth time. He said he's so close in the U.S. He's just out of money and he just needed around five thousand dollars or so just to, to me see that's her. scary like to me that that makes me upset because they know that she's running out of money so he's lowering down the right. amount that he wants wants from her because he thinks maybe if for that much maybe she still have some left so they really try and squeeze everything out of susan i mean it was already over the line but to me that's like inhumane right so what susan did <laughs> Well, she applied for a credit card in his name. And then let him use that credit card. <laughs> yes, she sent it overseas. And same thing, the credit card company 
contact her and said, are you sure you want this? This sounds like a scam. This, you know, sounds like something that we have seen many, many times before. And she claimed, no, this is for my future husband. <sighs> so yeah, so she applied for his credit card. She sent it to him. And of course he maxed it out right away, you know? So when he called her and said, hey, can you increase my limit? You know, I'm, I'm going to need more money. She said she already burned through all her money, right? She sold her car. She put her house on mortgage. She really doesn't have any more. And do you know what he did? He stopped talking to her. He's like, all right, I, I better move on to the next target. And it's so sad, you know? She would try to contact him and he blocked her. From Facebook. And initially she was worried maybe something happened to him. Yeah. So she still believed in him even after that. So after when I heard this story, I really thought, oh, wow, I didn't think somebody would fall for it like that. And so I realized, wow, it, it really does happen because, you know, all that person need, right, is for one person to fall for it. Yeah, and nowadays, money transaction is so much easier, right? Through PayPal, through gift cards, through credit cards. It, it's so easy transaction. You can scam people globally. Right? Because all he needs is one person and he can live multiple years. And in order for that right? person to trick this target, he has all the information on social media too. Pictures, that, that person's age, friends. And social status, all these things, he has that information. So it's all these information helping him to trick that person even more so. Uh, that's I mean, that's the part of the reason why I stopped Facebook. Mm, I really. Yeah, that's that's the kind of dark side of the social media. You really have to know how to use it right, right? So I'm sure everybody gets some kind of um, approach from those scammers one point in their in your life, and I guess you just have to be able to know when that happens and also i guess it's just a culture to from for my own country you know it's a shame to borrow money like a lot of times like even between the the family too we don't really ask for any money to each other doing that the stranger is already to us it's it's a big red flag right so yeah um so months went by and obviously susan finally realized that it was a scam it's just really sad because right now, you know, she's having to pretty much rebuild from scratch, right? And she had to file for bankruptcy and pretty much try to start her life over. So um, we just want to make a video about it and explain that it really did happen to somebody that we know personally. And hopefully, you know, just kind of get the message out there that these things does happen. And if you do know somebody, you know, that tells you a similar story like that, just advise them that, hey, this doesn't sound legit. Like maybe you should, you know, look into it more before you give that person your money. Yeah, let that person watch this video or the those documentaries on, on the uh, streaming services right now. And then they can just relate. They can be like, oh, wow, that sounds exactly like my story. It's gonna be also scammed then then maybe that that would help them realize they're being scammed so so yeah we don't know how to end on a positive note i can do imitation of anna <laughs> delvey oh yes okay so the anna delvey her voice is so iconic it's I a fake german slash russian accent 
Yeah. Okay, you, you try to do it. Okay, we'll both of us try. Okay. Take turns. Okay, I do it first. Okay, okay. classic line from the show here. What are you... Sorry, sorry. Start over. Okay. Um, what are you wearing? You look so basic. You look poor. Is that... No, that's so bad. I'm so sorry. Uh, you go. The, the way you pronounce is... The poor is just wrong. Okay. What are you wearing? You look so poor. Oh you look so poor. That's what she sounds like. <laughs> What's you wearing? You look poor. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Every time the credit card doesn't work, that's where she goes. Run it Swipe again. again. Yeah. It must be your system. I don't have time for this. Sorry. I do not have time for this. Those people who just endure and then watch all the way to the end, that's what they get. <laughs> it's just our imitation of Anna Delvey. <laughs> that's the prize. Yay! So yeah, so thank you so much for sticking till the end for that quality content. <laughs> here on the Stick With Catchy podcast. Before we end, of course, we got to do the sticky word of the day. Which is what word do you want to do today? Scam. That's that's okay. been on the topic throughout. Right. So. How do you say scam in Japanese? Sagi. Oh, that's easy. Sagi? Yeah. Wait. That's how you remember sagi. Wait, just, just with the hand, just sagi. Saggy. <laughs> Don't get saggy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now for Vietnamese, it's not as easy or catchy as saggy. And how do you say scam in Vietnamese? It's lừa đảo. Lừa đảo? Yes. It's two lừa words. Lừa đảo. So yay! Hopefully um, it helps somebody to not get scammed if it's it doesn't. It's not too late to, to, to realize it, yeah. Exactly. You know, maybe it's a preventative measure, you know? Maybe in the future, you guys heard a story from someone and say, hey, that sounds like a story that I know from YouTube, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that is it. We're going to end this week's episode of the Stick With Kaji podcast. If you like it, give us a big thumbs up. Subscribe for more. See you again next Saturday on the Stick With Kaji podcast. Have a fantastic day. Any last words? Bye. Okay. Bye, guys.